Welcome to the second episode of In the Trenches with me, Ellison Hubbard. The first podcast was just released on Spotify and soon to be on Apple Podcasts. And now we're here getting the train moving. You know, the first episode I talked about playing the defensive line, how to be a defensive line. It's not easy. It's not easy being in the trenches. It, it will never be easy to play defensive line. It is a hard position. It is the position where you must make the sacks or you're putting the DBs at risk every play. We're going to break down some of the greatest players going on in the next few episodes. In this episode, for sure, I want to break down one great defense alignment that I will introduce to you here in a second. But of course, if you're a young player or person who loves to listen about defense alignment, this is the place to be. This is the podcast to listen to in the trenches. Last episode, we talked about the fundamentals of playing defense alignment. And then we ended with how to be that great defense line. And that skill is grit. Grit, you know, it's kind of a funny word to use, but grit is actually what it takes to play in the trenches, whether you're on the offensive line or defensive line. And for me, using grit means that you are, you don't care what's happening. You can get double team, triple team. You can get hit in the hip, hit in the head, whatever, the t- whatever it takes. You're going to get back there and make that sack, that t- tackle for loss or that tackle. You're going to do what it takes to get that play and end it. Because, you know, for us, we get kind of tired, and it's it's like, woo, you know, we're, we've been on the field five plays. You know, we're, we're big dudes. We need to get off the field. So grit, grit is just you want to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to get that sack, that's what you want to do. My take on grit is, is basically, you know, playing playing in the snow – if you're playing in the snow, you don't want to wear the sleeves. You want to go out there, maybe put a Vaseline on, maybe some gloves, but you're out there like, come on, it's me versus you, mano y mano. That old lineman standing across the field, and that's me. On the other side, we're going bang, bang, bang every play. And I'm going to be the last one standing because I don't want you to win. And that's why Aaron Donald, this is the person I'm bringing up, Aaron Donald, one of my favorite players in all – in my age, because I, you know, I wasn't alive at the time my father was alive or some of my coaches, so I can't say like Warren Sapp was my favorite player. But Aaron Donald is for sure my favorite player by far, and nobody can argue with me because Aaron Donald, a beast. I mean, if you've seen his games, if you've seen the way he attacks the old lineman, it's like what. A, like it's like a ghost, a steroided ghost coming at you and you you don't know how to stop him. He's moving that fast. Like like it's it's too fast for you to even stop. Aaron Donald has everything it takes to be the best pass rusher there is. Looking at Aaron Donald, he right now going to be to be the defensive player this season. And you can argue with me on that, but I haven't seen really anybody else get three sacks in a game, maybe Shaq Barrett or somebody on the um, Buccaneers defense, but Aaron Donald has gotten three sacks against the Bills. Against the Bills. And he's not even in the playoffs anymore. And the Bills made it that far. So imagine that, Aaron Donald getting three sacks in this weird of a 2020 season that we had to watch. Imagine that. Aaron Donald, his career of tackles, I'm just talking about tackles, I'm not talking about sacks, 
of tackles is 337 tackles. And yes, he played six seasons, so you would assume that he would have to have this many tackles. But playing down there in the trenches, it's not that easy. Sometimes the running back is just fast and breaks out to the left or the right or the outside. It's rare that they – well, I wouldn't say rare, but it's not always common for them to try and hit the ball down the middle. Now, that's just me talking collegiate level. In the NFL, it is, you know, hit the hole. This is what the play is designed to do, hit the hole. But 337 tackles. For Solo, he had 225 tackles alone with his assist of 112 tackles. That is amazing. 225 tackles out of six seasons. <laughs> out of six seasons. In college, I don't even know out of four seasons who's reaching up to 225 solo tackles at any position. 150, maybe. But we're talking about 225 solo tackles. And you want to know how many sacks? 85.5. 85 and a half sacks. On the sea, on his career, on his career, you want to talk about the most he had 20 and a half in 2018. I remember that vividly. I remember 20 and a half, the most from the D lineman in that season. 20 and a half. He couldn't be stopped. It was, it was, it was vicious Aaron Donald sack, sack. He was, he was getting sacks like it was candy in a candy shop. And then Aaron Donald, Gets doubled and triple teamed every play. Every play. He had 12 and a half in 2019. He had 13 and a half just this season. That's exactly why he should be defensive player of the year this year, if not the number one player of this season. Now, of course, you can argue for Tom Brady or you can argue for Patrick Mahomes or whoever you want to argue for, but I will firmly stand by Aaron Donald because he gives everything he has to get a sack. Just this last game against the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship, his ribs were hurt. He was hurt, physically hurt, but he was still playing in the game. Nothing was stopping him. I I don't believe he had a sack, but he was close. If he was fully healthy, he would have been a monster. It would have been a whole different game for the Packers and the Rams. But because, and I'm not saying Aaron Donald is the sole team. There was more to Aaron Donald needing or more to the Rams winning that game. But Aaron Donald, sure as mess, would have got that sack or sacks against Aaron Rodgers if he was healthy. You know, the ribs aren't easy to play with. That it affects you tremendously with breathing and things like that, especially playing down there in the D line. You definitely need to catch your breath. So Aaron Donald was limited in that game due to injury. Let's 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 take a look at his awards. He had Defensive Player of the Year in 2018 and 2019. And soon it's going to be 2020. But right here I'm reading, it says the PFWA Defensive Player of the Year. And not only did they say it, the Associated Press NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 2018. In 2019, the Associated Press said the same thing and then the NFL honors Deacon Jones Player of the Year. That that that's pretty amazing in accomplishments for Aaron Donald. You look at 2015; he was the AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. And 
and that year he had he had 11 sacks. That was only his second year in the NFL. He went 9, then 11. 20, 2016, he kind of dropped down. He had 8. But then he went back up to 11 in 2017, and then 20, 12, and 13. Aaron Donald has received many awards. In 2013, he was the Chuck Barnett Award. He won the Chuck Barnett Award. Then he won the Outland Trophy and the Bronco, I'm sorry, I might butcher this, Nargurski Trophy and the Lombardi Award. That's one, two, three, four awards in 2013. Where was he in 2013? Just getting ready to play with the Rams in St. Louis. (laughs) Four awards. Four. I don't know any more D linemen of his age that have gotten four awards, four, in their 2013-2014 season. Then we go to 2015, and of course he was the rookie of the year. The rookie contracts are uh, two, three years. So that that right there already showed that, that he has the capability of being defensive player of the year going on and on. There we go. There you see he has three-time or two-time. I'm putting three-time, but two-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year awards. Aaron Donald, you know what he has? He has grit. That's what he has. I'm going to go over some highlights with you right here from this past season. And I'm just going to read I'm just going to watch it and tell you. Right now he's playing the Dallas Cowboys. He's at nose. Yeah, he's a little tired. It's a long drive. But he is facing two defenders. Two defenders. Two big 300 50-plus pound defenders on the Cowboys' offensive line because that is a huge offensive line. And he is, he's just, he's just rushing. He's fighting. He's fighting. One dude comes off, that's a mistake. Aaron Donald's not going to quit. When that quarterback's there, it's a burst of energy to get that sack. Here we are looking at the Bills. Just the sprint out didn't even go as planned, and Aaron Donald's right there to make the sack. Don't, don't, you can't try anything like that on Aaron Donald. If you want to get the ball off, you got to get the ball off because he's coming. Two, three seconds, he's right there in your back pocket. Here it is, another play for the Bills trying to do a sprint out. Aaron Donald coming off the edge and getting that sack. Josh Allen had to throw it away on the ground. Still a sack. It's intentional grounding. Can't do that. Same thing. I told you, three sacks against the Bills this past season. Looking at the third play, it's the guard versus Aaron Donald. One-on-one. Big mistake for any NFL team ever. Aaron Donald comes off the ball. He is bullying him. Bull Bull is pushing him backward with all your might. Then he sees an opening, yanks him, pulls an arm over, a little swim move, gets the sack from Josh Allen. And it's aggressive sack too. He's like pile driving up Josh Allen. Josh Allen is heated. Heated. And then Aaron Donald has the ball. And guess what? It's a fumble. A fumble? That is that is straight dog right there. Aaron Donald. Wow. That is amazing. That's exactly who I look up to be on the football field. It's like Aaron Donald. We're looking at them playing the Giants. Aaron Donald down at three tech. Just fighting off to get back there and get the sack. You know, they they're they're holding everybody on the line to to keep Aaron Donald from getting back there. It's it's been seen time and time again. You have to double or triple team Aaron Donald. There's no way you can leave him one on one with anybody, unless that guard is magnificent. Yes, I use the word magnificent 
because that's what you need against Aaron Donald, a monster, a monster. We're looking at the red, the Washington football team, Aaron Donald just coming off the ball, just beating the guard. You're putting Alex Smith in danger with a one-on-one with Aaron Donald. The man just came off of a tragic injury years and years ago, and he's finally back on the field, and you're like, ah, you could block Aaron Donald one-on-one. That's a mistake. <laughs> a mistake. Mm. Here we go. A sack again. This, this will be the last one. Aaron Donald just coming off one-on-one again. Alex Smith can't even get away. Aaron Donald has an amazing grip. Just grabs him, pulls him in, gets the sack. The whole defensive line is in there. Amazing. Aaron Donald is amazing. <laughs> I, I've never seen in my... In my career, somebody just brutally take over a defensive line by himself and just lead the defense in sacks. I mean, you you would think it's a team effort, but sometimes you just need that one player to go out there and get them sacks. I remember the Chiefs versus uh, Rams game back in 2018 where we had fans and Everything was, ooh, we have people in the stands, you know. And so Aaron Donald is out there just tearing the Chiefs up. And it wasn't just him. Brockers was out there getting the sacks too, picking up the fumbles that Aaron Donald caused. It was a, it was a shootout. But the sacks in that game from the Rams defense was amazing. I mean, the guard looks like he should have been kicked off the team right after that game because Aaron Donald was just giving giving him a butt whipping. A butt whipping. That's what he was getting. Aaron Donald was giving him everything he had to get to get back there and get Patrick Mahomes. And then of course as you if you watch the game the Rams came out on top in a shootout. If if I if I have to talk about the best players in 2020 at the defensive line. Even though this segment is about Aaron Donald. And of course, Aaron Donald is the number one on my list. I'll put Aaron Donald up there. Shaq Barrett. And Shaq Barrett is from CSU. And the, the amount of work he did. Because I will talk about Shaq Barrett and the Buccaneers and even Chris Jones and Frank Clark on next episode after the Super Bowl. But for Aaron Donald or Shaq Barrett, excuse me, to be to do what he is doing is amazing. It's is is amazing. He played with the Broncos. He was there, but he wasn't really there, if you know what I mean. He wasn't really, you know, getting the sacks. It was Von Miller's show. When you went to the games, you were watching Von Miller. You weren't watching Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett was there to replace. When he went to Tampa Bay, I mean, wow. He surpassed Aaron Donald in 2019 and led in sacks. He surpassed Aaron Donald. And if you don't think he deserves to be second on the list, you're sadly mistaken. Yes, Khalil Mack is amazing. But recently, he's been kind of quiet. Now, I do put Khalil Mack as three. But I'm still going to go with Aaron Donald, Shaquille Barrett, Khalil Mack, because he's just a beast. 
I mean, it's like somebody put him in a lab and he came out the way he is. That is Khalil Mack for you. Then we're going to look at Jason Pierre-Paul. I mean, wow. That is that is a freak of nature. And I'm, I'm looking at it from this year because Pierre-Paul, I mean, without him, some of the sacks I don't think Shaq would have received this year or gotten this year. They complement each other on that defense line, and I would not be surprised if they have a show against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs this Sunday in the Super Bowl. And then, of course, Chris Jones belongs on that list because Chris Jones is a beast on the inside. I mean, I, I my strength coach, Coach Reed, talks about it every day. Yes, that's Andy Reed's son. He talks about Chris Jones. Me and him talk about Chris Jones every day because Chris Jones is is a monster in the middle. I mean, throwing guys out the way. He's just bullying guys. He's bullying guys to the back to the, get the quarterback. I mean, that is that is straight up grit right there. Looking at Chris Jones on the inside. He's he's about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, playing in the inside with guards that are possibly 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, so the height difference is is it's kind of at a disadvantage for him because he's already tall and the guard can get up into his chest plate and kind of hold him back. But for him to bully the guys and get the sacks, he deserves to be on top five. So Aaron Donald, Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Khalil Mack, and Chris Jones. I mean, that's a good look. Good-looking defensive line right there. You put Aaron Donald and Chris Jones in the middle, and then you can put Shaq at a little at the outside linebacker because that's he plays that sometimes. And you can put if we're if we're looking at a four-man front, which would be four down D line, and then one outside linebacker on the outside of us. Shaquille would be on the outside. You could put Khalil Mack, and then you can put Pierre Paul on the other side, and Chris Jones. And Aaron Donald in the middle. We're talking about, and, and then, because I said top five, but Adamakan Sue, he's still out there. He's still out there. I'll throw him in there at um, at the backup. But for my five, it's still going to be Aaron Donald and Chris Jones in the middle. I'll put Aaron Donald at the three tech, lined up outside of the guard inside of the tackle, Chris Jones at nose lined up inside of the center. And then you have Khalil Mack on one edge and Pierre Paul on the other edge. And then just to have a threat, just to make it fun for the offense is to put Shaquille Barrett out there and just make them figure out who are they going to block and who can they stop? Because all of them are going to get back there in three seconds or less. And that quarterback is going to be scared the entire game, whoever it is. Even even Lamar Jackson's gonna be scared. Even if he tries to run out, he's gonna get chased down. But that's all I have for you on this episode of In the Trenches. Like I said, I'll be back next week to break down the pass rushers of the Chiefs and the Broncos. And I already entail, um, enlightened you with the four pass rushers that I'm going to use: which is Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Chris Jones, and Frank Clark. And if somebody, you know, 
shows otherwise what they should be talked about then they're going to be talked about on the show but those are just the four guys i know for sure and of course sue the domicon sue just a, a brute force in the middle but th those those four or five guys are the main guys that you know i'm going to talk about because i believe they're going to make the most difference for both defenses at the line position like i said that's all i have tune in to next week to hear about the pass rushers of the chiefs and the buccaneers